Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about brain fog. What causes it? What is brain fog? Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We really appreciate you swinging by and checking out this this episode and all of our episodes that we have. Uh, we got a fun topic to talk about. We're talking about brain fog today. What is that? What causes it? And do is it memory loss? I don't know. We're going to find out. <laughs> but before we do that, uh, we just want to mention to visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. If you're not there already, we have all of our curated content there from these podcasts to our workout videos to all of our articles as well as an opportunity to sign up for our weekly newsletter, which we deliver to your inbox every week with our latest content. And of course, while you're there, don't forget to check out our custom seven-day workout plans uh, designed by Meredith. Work Custom workout plans designed by Meredith specifically for you, tailored to your needs. Uh, you tell us what you want to do, your goals, and Meredith will come up with a custom plan for you. Again, you can check that out on our website. All of it is there. And uh, we hope you can visit us as well as check out everything that we have. Um, I think I say that way too many times. But uh, as, far as, as far as today's topic goes, we are talking about brain fog, which, uh, you know, everybody experiences some, a time in our lives where we just cannot remember something, whether it be a name, someone's name, uh, the title of a book, a title of a song, of things. many things. <laughs> Um, what is up with brain fog and mm -hmm. are we losing our memory? What's, is that the question? That is a question. <laughs> My what, turn. Yeah. What, what, what is, what's going on with that? So I thought this would be a good one just because there are so many people, um, I'll call out someone, my mom, who, when she can't remember anything, and I do it too, I will say, as I age, and if I can't remember something, I go, oh no, I mean, is this the way it's going to be? Am I forgetting things? And then can we not retain them ever again? When usually when you forget something, you go, oh, you know, even if it's two hours later, the number of times I do that, like, what is that song? Or who is that actor? And then two hours later and doing nothing, laundry, whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's who it is. Like your mind finds it for whatever reason. So brain fog is not an actual medical condition, right? It is a cognitive dysfunction where we can't recall certain things. Um, our mental clarity, just like it says, mm -hmm. is foggy. We can't, like I said actually pinpoint whatever it is where the mind is looking for um, and brain fog can cause a lot of memory problems so if you're in a hazy kind of uh, memory state you try to bring new information in the brain won't accept it basically so um, you can have memory issues there but there are actual reasons why we do have that foggy brain so we'll mm -hmm. go through those. But that's kind of how we came about dealing with this, just hearing people go, I can't remember things. I must have dementia. Yeah. <laughs> Alzheimer's is right down. You know, I'm going to get that. It's just a matter of time. I couldn't find my keys. There are 20, 18-year-olds who can't find their keys. That doesn't mean we have dementia yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we have to kind of be slightly forgiving of ourselves and keep up with our brain health knowing that there are there are things that we can do and see if some of these are maybe 
going on in your life and that is why you're having that brain fog mm-hmm. and it's, <laughs> it's pretty normal right for us to, to think oh i must be losing my memory right. if i can't remember something i mean that's kind of the first thing we think about it was like we oh my do. gosh especially as you get older yeah you really start Scary. thinking about that going am i losing my memory because we're afraid of it because we see it right um unfortunately mm-hmm. and it's a scary scary thing to think that we won't remember people and things um one day and that'll just be the norm we don't realize once we have that uh of course extent of it alzheimer's disease you don't realize you have it um clearly all the time you do i should say i shouldn't say it like that you do when you're in a clear state of mind but it's for such a short fraction of time mm-hmm. that you um yeah so but, but we don't want to get to that state right so we get nervous about it and we try and figure out what we can do so <laughs> mm-hmm. yes so as far as you know experiencing brain fog uh you know have you again i like to draw upon the experience that you have with uh teaching seniors mm-hmm. uh, training people um, did you see a, a lot of comments like that, you know, from people saying, you know, I think I'm, you know, losing questioning whether <laughs> I'm losing my mind yes. or forgetting things? Oh, definitely. I think it's just um, the way it usually was stated, though, from multiple, multiple people, multiple different times um, in different scenarios was just an acceptance of it. Well, I'm getting older. I'm forgetting things. Mm. Ah, You know, I, I don't. I don't like that acceptance. There, there are medical reasons why some of us do um, get dementia and that becomes something deeper, but um, it's not always that way. We can actually prolong our memory, keep it healthy if we can keep up with brain activities and do, like I said, we'll get to, um, certain number of things to try and uh, not lose our memory. But knowing that, of course, it doesn't have to be a part of life as we get older um it may just be that you're forgetful because you didn't well start with the first one you didn't sleep well Mm -hmm. (laughs) um it's funny when we don't sleep well which unfortunately as we age i hear it more and more um disrupted sleep of course is number one when you have to go to the restroom in the middle of the night um you wake up 3 a.m and people say i can't I, i never went back to sleep I didn't go to bed till 11. I woke up at 3. That's all the sleep I got. How can your brain function? Think about that. Um, It's kind of, we hear it. It's funny because we hear it with younger people and we almost accept it. That doctor worked a 48-hour shift, never slept, and they passed out. Their brain was not functioning anymore. Of course. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's only so much that um, our bodies can take and our brain (laughs) <laughs> is the, 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 the organ that's, that's telling the body what to do and how to function. So if we're not giving it what it needs, um, sleep being a huge one, then we don't think properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so lack of sleep, big, big one. You're, you're trying to get as much good sleep as you can. And we've gone through all the things before. Um, trying to have that dark room, trying not to be on electronics late at night, um, make it nice and cold and comfy and all of the things that we can try to do. Try not to drink liquids and eat prior to going to bed so you don't have to use the restroom in the middle of the night. All of the things. So um, trying to get good sleep because sleep is huge for our mental state. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about, you know, like 
certain foods and nutritions and things like that to kind of keep our minds sharp. Yeah, that's huge. Having a good diet because there are certain foods that we can eat that will interfere with our memory. So um, a lot of um, unnatural foods, um, the white breads and the uh, fatty foods that we have, um, fake sugars, aspartame is a huge one that causes people to um, lose their memory and many other things that we've come in science to find out. But memory loss is number one. Um, I don't know if they put it in uh, a lot of foods, MSG, monosodium glutamate, mm-hmm. um, which is in a lot of soups and things and some some uh, sauces that they put on foods. I think they're trying to limit it, um, but it causes memory loss. It's been a known cause. Um, so watching what we're eating, um, a lot of dairy, if it's the whole fat dairy, they say, can cause memory loss as well. So... Um, Yeah, trying to eat that good, healthy diet, like, again, with sleep, like we talk about all the time, trying to eat your whole grains, your fiber-rich foods, um, your fruits, your veggies, and your lean meats, and trying to get those meals in um, throughout the day consistently to keep your organs working, your intestines working properly, so um, at night, it doesn't overdo if you're eating a late-night meal, and... um, Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Helps you... With your memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So how do you know if you have trouble remembering things, you know? Well, how do you, can you tell mm-hmm. the difference between, oh, I'm just not getting enough sleep, brain fog, or if it's something more serious, you know? Right. Well, I think if you're very, very scared about it, you can go and talk to your doctor. Um, they can do brain scans. They can see where there's depletion in your brain and where that is if it is in memory if it is in recall they can actually see that Mm. um they can put those electrodes on your brain and have ask you questions and have you do little tests and it will show um if short-term long-term memory which one is going or both um (laughs) so you can take tests and you can do all of that but i think it's great to look at the precursors the possible causes prior to is this something that's been going on for a long time or just all of a sudden what's going on in your life are you super stressed and now you're like oh no i can't remember anything now i'm even more stressed and Mm -hmm. i think i'm losing my memory the stress could be the cause Uh, stress is a cause of memory loss Mm -hmm. and not being able to recall like i said sleep diet um 
underlying conditions. If you have fibromyalgia, that's huge. Inflammation in the body causes us to have brain fog and not be able to think clearly. Are you in a depressed state? That mm -hmm. causes us to not be able to think clearly. And it, it's basically think about, which we know, our brain as this central machine that's constantly telling the body what it needs to do. But if there's a blockage in one of those, um, and say that's the memory one because you're depressed and you've stopped any kind of line there, you, it, you have to figure out what's wrong in order to open that blockage back up. So we have to get help sometimes in other ways. It's not my brain that's bad. It's I'm not eating right. I'm not sleeping. I'm depressed, etc. I have possible underlying conditions that are causing it. So mm -hmm. inflammation throughout the body, our arthritis, um, unfortunately, can cause memory loss and brain fog, I should call it, because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. um, just not being able to recall at that moment. It's not necessarily memory loss. Um, so, yeah, I think if you are super, super nervous, um, and this is something maybe that's been going on for a long time, you feel like you're healthy as you can be in every way, food, sleep, exercise, um, but you've been noticing changes in memory, then yes, it's great to have that, uh, have someone look at your brain mm -hmm. um, and do those tests and things so you can, you can see where you're at. Um, right. And if you need to either, you know, take certain vitamins that can help, um, just start training your brain again. A lot of times when we come, become and get older, we become complacent and we're not using our memory. It goes very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, if we're not reading, we're not playing games, play some bingo, some scrabble, um, socialize. The less we talk to people, the faster our brain goes. Mm -hmm. um, so all of these things you can do to help awake it again, basically. Become more alert. Start remembering things. Um, be the person who tells the story a hundred times about how you were in high school, you know, 60 years ago and what you did. You know, uh, it's okay. If that's a story that makes your brain spark and keeps memories alive, I say it. I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. um, do it. So, yeah. <laughs> Is it a good idea to, you know, if we start thinking, I'm forgetting things, and I feel like I'm forgetting things a lot. Mm. Uh, is it a good idea to maybe try and write it down every time you mm. forget something? And then yeah, you can start keeping track of, of how often this is happening. Right. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, again, I'll use my mom as the example because she was forgetting. She felt like she was forgetting things, and that's exactly what she had to do. She had to write down what she was forgetting and when. So it was usually small things. Um, I couldn't recall a name quickly. Um, I couldn't mm -hmm. recall a phone number quickly. I don't know anyone's phone number anymore. So, um, you know, it, she couldn't recall. It was very small things. Mm -hmm. I called that person that name and then had to say, oh, I'm sorry, it's not that name. But she had to write that down to see what the correlation of what, was it short-term or long-term stuff? Um, and it was little things like that, but she was very worried. Mm -hmm. So brought that into this doctor who then did all kinds of little um, written tests and um, memory things. And, you know, come to find out she's perfectly fine. 
but she still she still doesn't believe that she's perfectly fine because she mm-hmm. doesn't like forgetting anything, <laughs> as none of us do. There's a high it's standard scary. of remembering things, <laughs> right? We all because it, we're because we're afraid. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be. I. We don't want to be older and not remember our children's names, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's what it comes down to. I have a fear of it. Um, I saw it, you know, firsthand with many people who couldn't remember me when I had just seen them an hour earlier. And how sad is that mm-hmm. um, for them, we think, if they can't remember anything. So um, it's very sad for the family, usually more so than it is the person, like I said, they don't normally realize they're going through it to the extent that they are. Yeah. So, yeah. um yeah, it, it's get tested if you're really nervous about it and see see what the doctor says and then go from there. Mm-hmm. But try not to stress over it cuz that could cause it to get worse. <laughs> yeah, right. Having more stress about thinking that you're losing your, mo- right. your memory yeah. cause you to forget more things. Right. Um, you know there's a there seems to be an industry that's coming mm. out right now about you know training your brain and, right. and uh, exercises you can do for your brain not just for your body but now your mind mm-hmm. you know and there's a lot of uh, digital type apps or mm-hmm. programs you can sign up for to kind of strengthen your mind uh, do you recommend yeah. maybe trying or researching some of those Oh, definitely anything that gets your mind stimulated i mean i think my grandparents had the some of the best memories and minds into their late 80s um because they did crosswords every single day mm-hmm. they started doing sudoku they played scrabble together and uh rummy cub or cube they called it i always thought it was rummy cub but rummy cube um and uno i mean this was a daily thing that they did through their 70s um and they journaled and wrote mm-hmm. every single night yeah. Um, they kept their mind sharp just by using it. And I think those apps and different things that they have out, things on the computers you can do, are very smart because that's what it is. All it is is getting your memory to work, getting mm-hmm. your mind to work. Um, playing games. Just if you get this newspaper, try and do the crossword that's in it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. most of us go right past that because <laughs> they're hard. But um Read the questions and try and think about it and figure out what word it is, even if you can't fill it in. But just trying to get that stimulation, mm-hmm. I think, is so important. Or getting on your phone if you have one or tablet and, and doing some of the very interesting types of games and apps they have out there now. Mm-hmm. It's definitely worth it. Do you think that this this kind of mentality that we have... Uh, especially if you're still in the workforce or you know you're you're busy during the day of kind of turning our mind off and just zoning out in front of the television for hours on end mm-hmm. where we're not really doing the things to stimulate our mind we're just kind of being fed things do you think that that contributes to not being as sharp as we wish we were, you know, just kind of this unplugging. I I don't think so, because I think that's important too, Mm -hmm. especially if you've been working all day and you've been using your brain, whether it's um, talking to people all day long, researching things on the computer, trying to come up with things, whatever it is that you do for your job. I think the number one thing I would say, it makes us unhealthy because then we're just sitting there. Because if you've sat all day at your desk, now you're sitting all day, um, are sitting all night to watch a TV program, that's not healthy because our body needs to move. So I go that route with it. But as far as the brain's concerned, if you're still using it, 
um, throughout the day, it's good to be able to shut it off a little bit and have some, we'll call it self time. Um, cause that's very, very important. We don't do that enough. A lot of times we're just so go, go, go. We mm-hmm. need to, we need to stay sharp. We need to do this. We need to do that when that can actually be detrimental too to our health. So mm-hmm. we have to find that balance. Balance of stimulating the mind and yet also resting. And allowing it to, yeah, rest yeah. and be um, almost in a meditative state when you're just watching a show but you don't even really know what's going on with it. Mm-hmm. You're just allowing your mind not to work as hard as it's had to maybe for nine hours during the day. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. Right, right. <laughs> you're still able to recall and... Uh, it's available for you when you need it. So, and mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be on, on ball, on the ball as soon as you wake up and have to go the next day. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and, and it wouldn't be right if we didn't talk about, you know, with the COVID pandemic and the mm-hmm. virus and everything like that, you know, they say that one of the things that you could feel if you did get the virus and even when you don't have it anymore is brain fog. Right. You know, they would say that brain, you, you will experience brain fog as mm-hmm. if it's like a medical thing. Right. Um, but the idea that this was also attached to an actual, you know, to the actual pandemic. Right. You could experience brain fog. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wh- why would that be? Or why would they say, you know, this is a, nuts, a symptom or something you would experience? I think that goes along and- with because it's of the medical conditions that can cause brain fog. That uh, COVID may have been causing fatigue in the body, of course, Mm -hmm. changes in your blood sugar levels, possibly, Um, inflammation throughout the body as it's trying to fight for as long or who knows how long, depending on the severity of what you, your case was, Um, all of these things. And then maybe you were on medications that could then cause brain fog, but your body was in this stressful fighting mode for time, any disease. Cancer is probably number one that I've heard people say. It's like, I couldn't remember my name. That's scary. Mm. That was just brain fog though, because of everything that was going on in the body. And that's the same thing with COVID because everything that your body is trying to fight against, um, some places have to stop, right? And maybe memory was one of those. We couldn't recall as much because those little blockages in those nerves because they were open up to the body fighting for everything else. So yeah, it's, uh, hopefully with COVID, we haven't seen the aftermath for a huge number of years, obviously. Um, but hopefully it's something that can, will stop for the people who have it like cancer. Um, once your body stops that fight mode, um, fight or flight, it's, it will eventually tame itself and your memory becomes the way it was prior to. So, yeah, that's a great thing to bring up since it's so here and now. Very prevalent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think a lot of people get concerned when they would experience brain fogginess, uh, you know, and, and say, you know, do I have COVID or right. something like that? And they, you know? Yeah, right. And young people are, were um, feeling that effect, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in their 20s, if they got COVID, they are still very depressed. It caused a lot of depression in people. That's one of the things that causes brain fog. Mm -hmm. And then the stress of it and, you know, on and on. So it's almost like you can't pinpoint exactly what it was that was causing or why people with certain diseases um, get brain fog. But it's 
all of the above. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's uh, a great thing to remember. Um, you know, as far as brain fog goes, or if you think you feel that you're having some kind of memory loss, hopefully some information in this podcast will help you, uh, determine what your path is path to get help or path to maybe try some experiments on your own before you go in for an MRI or something yes, like that. Yeah, you know? we don't need a brain scan quite yeah, yet, possibly. Yeah, don't do that first. <laughs> no. Um, but, you know, hopefully there's some information in this podcast that has helped you out, or if you know someone that may be struggling with remembering things, um, it doesn't necessarily mean there's something seriously wrong. It could just be lack of sleep or something like that. So, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. ho- hopefully you, you, you found some really important information here, and uh, if so, we're really glad to uh, be of service, but... Uh, don't forget to visit us at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Visit our website, sign up for that newsletter, and get all of our latest updates delivered to your email every week. And um, thanks again for joining us on this fun po- podcast episode. Yes. And we hope to see you folks at the next one. Bye bye. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the way showers who will help your journey a lot easier.